Mike. My name is Kyle. I am with Danny. We are in the studio. It has been upgraded like Krakoa itself. We have been we have been like bonded with Forge's technology and we have we have surely uh, ascended the realms of the podcasting like uh um layer of what 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 would you call what would you call this metaphor that I'm trying to poorly construct? I I I got a nice rug, and we got some cables, and uh, that's about it. <laughs> There's no such thing as good cables. All the cables we've seen so far have been so Just the far. mention of regular cables is now triggered. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, cable. He's, you know what cable is? You know what cable is, Danny? He's a... Uh, he is the embodiment of what is wrong with the time travel aspect of of the X Men mythos. You went, you went logical and rational. Mm-hmm. See, I was gonna go emotional and just say, "Egg sucking piece of gutter trash." Well played. <laughs> well played. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. No, now look at all these these toys. Everything. Yeah. Everything's fancy. I feel. I feel like we have so much. Like you, I feel like you're speaking to me from heaven right now. Well, it just happens to be bored enough and have enough money to throw at things. <laughs> Good point. Good point. But today, we are not talking about our new toys, although I would love to. We are talking about Hellions, issue number 11. And we are diving back into the world of the crazy mastermind and arcade uh, murder world, right? Murder world. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tom Foolery, Snafu. Japeries. So much japeries. So yeah. much. They're all getting japeries. It's Psylocke's getting japed. Havoc's getting japed. Oh. Wild Thing's getting japed. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Nobody is, getting, is not getting japed today. Yeah, all the japes are happening today. <laughs> um, and it's we're, we're, we're building up. This is the last issue, I believe, of, of, of the Murder World arc. Yeah. And the Murder World arc until we get to Hellfire Gala. Which was short. I yeah. felt like they could have yeah. it out. But, I mean, contextually, if you go into it, and technically there's a lot there. Well, and that's what's beautiful about three it. Three issues or four issues? Uh, you could say that they... They went on the mission, they it. fell, they died. Two issues ago. They revealed... Yes, yeah, so three. There's so a three, three total. total. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, they could have fleshed this out a little bit more. But, you know, we got to get to the gala. We got to see them dresses. Mm-hmm. Don't you understand, yeah, there's a There's a ball to be had. Yeah, there's a ball to... <laughs> Be had. Oh, so decadent. Uh, okay, yeah, you got a good point. We got to get this. We got to wrap up these good storylines. We got to. We got to deter. I mean, right. that's part for the course with the X Men and Mythos these days. Is let's deter for other nonsense storylines. Whatever arc or event is crossing over. Uh, yeah, but there's uh, a lot of overlap with these too. I mean, yeah. there's been some weird happenings with. Horticulture and the rest of the Marvel mythos, <laughs> which is unfortunate that that's kind of shifted from here. But still, we got that ball to <laughs> We'll touch on that and the man thing and a little bit of that later. And the man thing. I like, um, you know, there's, a, there's a lot of ambiguousness to that yeah, statement. I'll let you wonder, We'll touch on that, that and out. the man thing. Figure that out for yourself. Um, you touch that man thing. <laughs> you touch oh, oh, we don't talk about touching man things in here. We don't. Um, but we are talking Hellions issue 11 again. Uh, what do you think of this cover, Danny? This cool cover. This really is a real, like, just straight to the point, enjoyable cover. It it has a good balance of the character portrayal. It looks very rough and, like, just kind of shocking in its, its depiction. So right away you're like, hey, what's going on here? This creepy Psylocke's beating up this other Psylocke. Yeah. She's got mad crazy eyes too. Yeah. I like those eyes. They they have that kind of ability to like follow you, like some of those weird optical illusions. Because she's staring right down the center. Yeah, she's not even no really even looking where at Psylocke. You go like, yeah, she's stares into your you. soul. She's looking at you. <laughs> yeah, um, this issue is called Funny Games Part Three: Kill Screen, which I should start saying more often. I forgot there's actual titles to these issues um there you go we there's, got, your, there's your thumbnail right there oh god oh look at that image and yeah. we saw this version of psylocke last issue on the last panel of last issue it was teased because it's yeah it's the embodiment of what the problem with betsy it's still going on it's still progressing as a weird background narrative progressing it's still progressing danny ah, would you say it's still progressing it's, uh, it's still being labored thank you there you go there you yeah because it doesn't <laughs> there's no actual true resolution here 
she just copes with it literally <laughs> for 50 years. Oh, <laughs> literally, yeah, <laughs> literally for 50 years. But yeah, this is a cool cover. I dig it. I dig it. We got Zebs. We got Wells. Um, uh, Zebs and Wells. We, we got, got Zeb Wells bringing his Wells Steven, of knowledge and writing. Segovia. Segovia uh, is artwork. Doing the art, but uh, the is is who's perfect. I have to say that I like it. I like Segovia's artwork. I like it in the way I like, like, uh, I guess, a, a pretty much a. I would have to say Pepe Lares would probably be one of my favorites out of everything we've read so far since coming yeah. back in this. But Segovia's quickly grown on me as becoming one of my favorite artists. I'm digging it. I'm digging the artwork. I'm liking the, like, he's doing a lot of uh, dramatic poses like we never see deaths in this we see post deaths and we see pre-deaths we see the faces before the deaths a lot of the time in this issue or in this run and we see a lot of bodies just limp you know but we never see the deaths themselves like you would see in x-force this he's all about like showing you like the emotion especially between they're not really skimping on that the violent imagery because it no. still gets parental advisory no, but it's yeah. the post it's the post examination of the crime scene yeah. that really Heightens the, uh, I guess you could say, the violent level of the uh, gore. Yeah, it's absolutely. pretty much right there in your face. You're just like, oh, they painted this room. <laughs> 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 but yeah, he did great with the art. It's nice that he did both the the, the art in the book and then the cover. And the cover, yeah. And yeah. he did the cover with Rain Burrito, which also he did, a, I believe, a cover previously. Yeah, I think they've doubled up on the cover a couple times, but yeah. there's no variant on this one. Thanks. No variance on this issue. Um, great cover, though. Mm-hmm. But let's get into the issue. I'm yeah. tired of talking about this cover. You know what? I'm actually hate. You know what? Fuck this cover. Fuck <laughs> you this turned cover. on it too. Yeah, I'm turning on. That's you know. Hey, that's a very modern attitude where you're just like, <laughs> I've only en- I enjoyed this for two seconds, and I've moved on, and I'm bitter about anything that I've enjoyed about it. <laughs> Over. It's played out. This is played out. The cover's played out yeah, already. I, I've looked I'm at out. it twice now. Yeah. What well, you want me to look at it a third time? I'm <laughs> Burn it down. <laughs> uh, but we go to, uh, you know, where Betsy was. Betsy. Not Betsy. Psylocke was kind of hanging out. Mm. Well, so. I guess that Psylocke is Betsy, though. Yeah, So you could say there's another. There's a Betsy yeah, there, too. But she's she's in the background. And uh, she's tied, we get uh, Psylocke kind of uh, narrating this situation where, again, we last left off where she started this attack on her. And uh, she's narrating, like, you know, days became years, years became decades, and everything became still. And she's even seen in this, like, cross pose, right? She's she's Jesusing hard right now. She's, she's Jim Caviezeling hard right now. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's a pile of Psylocke's that are doing it, and it's Betsy just on top of Betsy in like a crucifix next to a pile of dead Betsy's. Yeah, just that came every day over the over the last fifty years she spent in this illusion in her head, as if like a bad salvia trip gone awry. Dude, this is a crazy genjutsu happening right now. Yeah, yeah, because every day one of the each one of these corpses came for her, and she killed them, and just made a nice little Art Deco design in her. Land, I guess. Yeah. Because we last left her with like her and her, her weird daughter, fake, daughter fake daughter living out this fake history in her mind, some sort of placebo effect of uh, numbness, and then it was interrupted when the other one, the the actual Betsy original Psylocke, popped in and was like, "Hey, cliffhanger!" And we don't even get to see what happens. We don't even know. I didn't get to see any of that play out, and I'm kind of frustrated that they just cut to her like, "Oh, for the last fifty years, I've been killed." <laughs> Yeah. I want to at least pick up from there, but I mean they're obviously trying to wrap things up in this issue, so yeah, they're going fast. They got to got to keep it up. They're, they're the wrap it up sign, man. Yeah, they wrap it. But that's up. my little critique on this part. But besides that, it's the audacity of like, hey, I've been killing all these every day. I've had to murder it, like in that one movie that was based off of that one comic book, uh, the Home for Peculiar Children or Mrs. Pettigrew's. Uh, uh, uh... Oh, Mrs. Pettigrew's home from like peculiar children. Yeah, or something it? like yeah. that. Yeah, where like in the movie and I guess in the comic, but Ava Green's character one would like have to go up the shoreline every day and like murder something, <laughs> like this weird monster creature. <laughs> so this was her day, her routine, and now she's old. She's actually aged in this. She's got gray hair. She's yeah. she's starting to get crow's feet, a little grizzled. There's some liver spots. No, no liver spots. No liver spots. <laughs> but I want to let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, old Psylocke's ass. Phenomenal. Awesome, right? Not bad. Right? 
Yeah, the whole body. She did. She didn't Great. age at all. I mean, Great. sure, she's got the hair, but and a little bit of wear on her face. But I mean, goodness. Other I guess that, this is how you tone your body every day. You kill a. You kill a version of yourself. You kill a emotional par- representation of what it is you fear within yourself. I don't. It's so, this is such a layered metaphor. She can't move past it for fifty years. She has not stopped. <laughs> no. No, she can't. Uh, she can't. She can't move on past this point. But you know who can? You know who can, Danny? Who? Grey Crow. John himself. Freaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. Oh. He fades into scene. Yeah. As she expects, she's waiting. I, I guess she's waiting for the Psylocke, right? Oh, you, and... she reached out to him at the end of the other issue. Right. Oh, And, and right. there was this whole, like, that was the culmination, because at first they were all in their greatest fantasies, then it turned to their greatest nightmare, because that's the play uh, that's going on them right now by Mastermind. And it's it's funny, because it, hers had that crazy moment, and then she shouted out to John, and that's pretty much where we ended uh, the issue. Relatively in that area. And he was like, oh, I hear you. Okay. I don't know how this is going to resolve itself, but that's it. And now we come back, and he's here coming into her fantasy. But they didn't even have a shot. He's just like, I heard you. And so I came. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I've been here for 50 years. What took you so long? She's like, John, she remembers. She's like, it was fucking 50 years ago I called you. Right? (laughs) I've forgotten. He's like, it's been a week. Or, like, two weeks or a yeah. day, maybe? I don't know. Things are weird. <laughs> yeah. They're, everything is being weird for This them. is like children of the vault weird. <laughs> they're stuck in a time paradox, but uh, her reaction face is pretty pretty fascinating. It's a good face. I, I yeah, look at that. Whoa. Like, I don't know. Gosh, dang, that might be a good that might be a good thumbnail right there, too. Right? Now, the other eyes have more, yeah. puff, or more push and pop. Plus, that's a cover, so you know, might as well. Yeah, so he he's called and and he finds out that it's fifty years ago. The next night, or not the next passes night, out as he night. sees her too. Yeah. Like he's he just, just passes, like, passes well, out. I'm so tired of trans, like, gressing into your psyche. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how you walk. Is he physically walking the psychic plane? I don't know. It's very don't know. strange. That's a good but, question. But he's here now. He's here, and they're having a you know they're roasting hot dogs and marshmallows. Roasting. Roasting hot dogs on an open flame. They're they're doing their their best uh, sandlot shtick. Yeah. At the moment. The camp. And he's <laughs> when she has like, a... I've been here for the years. I'm tired of this fucking shit. Let's get on with this. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I need to leave. And he's like, Hey, I just got here. And like, what? Do, where are we? <laughs> <laughs> right. And he's just like trying to figure out what's the next move. Right. He's just yeah. like, Yeah. What's the next move? We found each other, so what do we do next? We and and she suggests that we keep pushing until something breaks. And and what's not pictured in this is you know Greg Co going, yeah. So what do we do? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it's, we're gonna copy what you just did, where you just walked here. Now she essentially says that because they're closer together, they become a stronger beacon to the others. Sure. And so it's pulling very loose with the mental gymnastics that are going on with her psychic powers and trying yeah. to traverse this illusion. Yeah. Because all in all, what's happening here is she's finding a way to break out of this, and he's helping her as being like a conduit to reality. I, I that's the best way I can interpret it because that's loosely alluded, but not directly outlined. Because she seems to be like, okay, I'm much more grounded now that you're here, and then it goes on to her actually starting to like feel like, okay, I can feel that there's a a boundary here that we need to overcome, and we can try to push out of it together, and then amplify that with the others when we find them. But there's not really like that plan isn't flushed out in like a very no. strategic way. There's no Hickman chart. There's no, no that's... the bounds of reality and the amplifications. You get a two to three times amplifier per person that has a his, some sort of emotional conduit to your past. <laughs> that would be cool, but I can I can give them the benefit of the doubt enough here due to comic book just tropey it's knowledge. It's fine, but yeah, I get what they're getting at. But yeah, there needed to be more breathing room here for sure. But let's keep moving on. It's Arcade's Murder World, and we're all just dying in it. Pulling strings like the sadistic game master he is, Arcade has successfully manipulated Mastermind into tapping the Hellions in their own personal nightmares, making the fracturing team dance for 
his amusement as they struggle for survival. One false move, and it's game over. <laughs> game over, man. Game over, man, to quote the late Bill Paxton. Oh, man, I forgot he passed away. That's like a one that just came out of nowhere. Like, it was like a weird ouch. complication with like some low-end surgery type stuff, too. Yeah. That's why I was like, he didn't have to die. No. But no. he is dead now. No. Unfortunate, but we go to Mastermind, and he's kind of like doing he's, – he's connected to the whatever the world, right? He's hooked up. This is like their – their VR world that the him sitting in that chair and making that face, Ooh. <laughs> the, the herm face. That's a, <laughs> this is a rough angle. It almost looks like he's on the toilet. Yeah. He's doing his best because yeah. he's struggling. It's, it's not good. He, you get brought up right away that he because he's just muttering stuff to himself and in between pants of breath and difficulties of trying to focus. He's now essentially biting against Psylocke in a low level way as she's trying to probe her way out of his illusion and have a battle of minds. And he's been doing this apparently for a week now. So yeah. that's how long in real time we as the actual people out of the illusion get as a reference point. So 50 years for Psylocke, to like a week to two weeks or something, or a day for Grey Crow, and then we don't know for the rest yet. They really don't touch too much on their timelines, but we do get some <laughs> weird co- cohesion with that. Yeah. And uh, we, we kind of get... Uh, Brought up from a past issue, we get Arcade kind of threatening Mastermind's family. Maybe a real dick to him. Which is why he's kind of motivated to do this. And well, like, Mastermind's struggling, and his only way to motivate him is like, well, you better do your best, buddy, and I'm going to kill your daughter. You keep it up. Die. Try harder. Oh, I'm going to kill her. The fuck I'm going to kill her. I'll hold her corpse to your face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's just like, eh, <laughs> my and brain. He, and he's still doing the, uh, like, reiterating every single phrase to his friend in the booth. He's to confirm, to make sure he's not trapped in an illusion by Mastermind. Exactly. Psylocke's uh, telepathic intrusion. Exactly. And he's looking out into this window, and we, we cut to what he's looking out to, and that is... A clone farm. Good old clone farm. Who, other than Sinister, is good... Enough to make these clone farms, and that's what he's here for. You know, after his uh, dentistry, his, his, his I his forgot he lost the tooth. Yeah, and then I started reading the first two parts, and, and you're just, you're like, just like, like, "Why is he talking with this weird <laughs> accent? Like he's trying to be, was he trying to be like decadent or something? When he get all bougie for this like whole like he's I love clones. I'm just it brings out this side of me, <laughs> it makes me eccentric. But no, yeah. he's missing a tube. He's missing because he got he got a, lot he got a nice shiner. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he's missing like a two half, at least. Yeah, half of it. I'm gonna say half his teeth are gone. Talk about at least two from each. I don't know about the lower section. row, but oh yeah, and then over there. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah, he's been taking that. It looks like he's been having a bad amphetamine problem his whole life. But we get this like little <laughs> shtick going on with. Uh, with <laughs> with sinister, where he's just like, order more centrifuge, and the the he tries to say centrifuge yeah. with a lot, no teeth, yeah, and like a fuck up lip, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, did you say centrifuge? And the other dude's like, I think he said subterfuge. I don't know, man. Well, yeah, he's. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he said subterfuge, but that, that wouldn't be right. That just can't be right, is what he just said. <laughs> but that can't be right. He's <laughs> like, no shit. He's so pissed too. Yeah. He's just trying. He's trying to explain to these guys, and they're getting frustrated. But he he like counters on them. He's like, "Look, I need a root canal. You need to back off. <laughs> I'm the one who's putting up with the pain. Unless you guys want to wait for that, we're gonna make this work." Uh, <laughs> but then we come back to Mastermind, and he's got the mad sweats as he's fighting, like whatever's going on in that reality world. It looks bad. Like you every could, single one of these poses look. You like could meme this really well. Like yeah. I feel like there's just that needs to be <laughs> this whole issue. Mastermind battles his IBS. <laughs> That's the side story. I wasn't even concerned about my daughter. You don't understand. I've been here for a week. I've been in a lot of pain. <laughs> oh, but it's great. It's still it's drawn beautifully. <laughs> it's great, yeah. And um, our kid gets a little upset, and he's just like, uh-uh, excuse me, isn't this Locke holding a gun to Mastermind's head? And the guy's just all like, unconfirmed. Uh, and she's, he's just like, exactly, what's going on, bitch? Let's get things going. Yeah, put him at gunpoint. It's it's turning minus the blowjob. It's turning into fucking swordfish with Hugh Jackman. 
So now he's like, Ooh. you need to you need to keep them trapped in there. I'll blow your brains out, essentially. Yeah. So they use his daughter for motivation. He's straight up just holding him hostage now. Yeah. And as he does that, like, she's kind of even, like, kind of getting upset or, like, nervous or scared. And I'm not sure. But as, as she kind of sub- subdues to his will, he's just like, he's silent. Or he's like, yeah, mutant came to his senses. Confirmed? Confirmed. Everyone's all in their their places. Yeah, and he and Mastermind does his best to hold it down. Yeah. And that's, it. And that's pretty much With where we... another, like, uh, I'm taking a shit face. Yep. That's where we get another one of those beautiful faces. Those beautiful grimaces. <laughs> but we cut to a work order, uh, <laughs> which is weird. So, okay, this part sure. Is so weird. Why not? I but, like it. It sets a nice little background for what he's working at. But uh, yeah, it's definitely yeah, strange. It's essentially getting at the idea that uh, this work order is. Um, he's tried to be. He's been trying to do this for a while now. He's been trying to set up a cloning farm for Murder World, and he's had these scientists working on them, and he's had them working day and night. And the head scientist has been getting harassed the whole time by pretty much all these failures and these, well, mishaps, even though they're progressing. Mm-hmm. And it's like he's getting injured. His life is on the line. The dude is, like, risking his life, and it's not good enough to the to do that but still also try to perfect cloning to the point where Arcade is, like, ready to just murder this dude. And this is the funny part. They do successfully succeed at cloning, but they clone a bunch of babies. So it's like your traditional, like, when they clone that sheep, they grew it from baby, and that's how they were able to successfully clone something. And all these guys were like, hey, you got to understand, like, the field of, like, re-aging up something or de-aging, like, that's a different field of study. You should be impressed by the breakthrough of cloning that has successfully <laughs> happened right here. And he's like, not good enough. Mm-mm. Fuck you guys. This dude is as good as dead to me, and I don't give a shit. And essentially, this scientist pleads, and he says, well, just think about it reasonably. I'm glad you heard me out. Thanks for listening. Your best friend, R.J. Briggs. <laughs> and Arcade's just like, kill this loudmouth and get me sinister. Time for plan B. Yeah. Moving on. Stamped. Arcade. Arcade, Ooh. for sure. Cade. Yeah. He's so hip. Cade. I like that. I can't Look even say He's Cade. Look Cade. at Cade. Wasn't that like there was a kid named Cade? Wasn't that Cable's son or something? He is. Uh, I don't. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Cable's been mentioned twice now. That's too much. It's just too much. Yeah, yeah. How dare I feel you? Feel bad. <laughs> I need a jar for this. Ordering it. But we come back to uh, we come back to Psylocke and uh, good old Grey Crow, and they're trying to figure some shit out. And they're, they've been they've they been pushed journeying, through. They've been journeying for a while. I assume. I don't know how long. How long would you assume they've been like? kind of wandering in this path it is just like a giant wasteland of dirt and rock formations and just wind and mm, chaos yeah and they, they look pretty beleaguered i mean well her obviously more <laughs> considering the time frame yeah. but they just randomly run into havoc who's just like pretty much down to the loincloth version of his clothes yeah he's rocking that collar still that yeah, uh Madeline gave him yeah from last year yeah where she did Roll reverse some BDSM on him or oh, something. Yeah, that was got, weird. I got a little hot. I was a little. Yeah. I was half chub. I don't know about you. <laughs> it was a. It was a little kicky, but also at the same it's time, like, this dude is. Havoc has become such an unhealthy, just broken. It's up, unhealthy. A mental unhealthy. shard of what Havoc was originally. And it's tragic. That's because exactly. Scott had problems too, and he never they never really wrote him properly. But what Havoc has now become is the norm for him. Yeah, is just insane. I don't. I want to feel bad for him, but at the same time, I love Hellion so much for how absurd it is. And it's having fits here because of how absurd his mental stability is. So this this scenario is very real. I see it a lot in reality where people succumb to these people that they're just like, you need this. Never be in contact with this person ever. But they're all like, no, every day I'm gonna be in contact with this person. Do you think Havoc fits that role though? Yeah, he the the less Madeline Pryor is in his life, the better. And, He's now on the run from her at this point. (laughs) (laughs) He's just freaking out, like, roaming around out in the wilderness. But, I mean, this kind of has a change of plans because now that they're together, they pretty much amplify, like we were saying with Psylocke's ability, her homing on the rest of the crew. And she can now pretty much wrap this this whole scenario up and get them the fuck out. At least that's what she seems to be working at. 
Havoc's more working on like trying to grasp reality and just begging them to like, look, just get out of here, dude. <laughs> yeah. He looks like Grease Step Death Guy for a moment there. And then, what's going uh, on, everybody? And then, uh, yeah, as that's as she going, beacons them, as she beacons, like she's trying to beacon the other people in this world. What does she get, Danny? She gets a cl- amalgamation of what is this? Would you say you're talking about that that entourage that the, rolls the in? The entourage that rolls in, yes. Well, it just all of a sudden she becomes this conduit to the other nightmares. But it pulls just the characters in the nightmares, not the nightmares themselves. Yeah, uh, like it seems like that. The, what this wasteland represent is like a boundary in the illusion, and this is like the in between point of all the crux of all their illusions. And so she pulls them into it, which bleeds their characters, and you get Wild Child, uh, Orphan Maker, and Nanny all just running from the crew of their <laughs> worst nightmares which is all those wild child dudes which are the wolverines and the fucking so romulus is in there and all the uh, saber tooth and then all the crazy people from krakoa the children that judge uh orphan maker and nanny had some of them too the evil babies like the evil mutants the kids i forgot names it was like the kids like turned against her weren't they really angry right. demon children and this is this is actually I like this panel. It's a funny moment because we get havoc. He's just like, all right, he starts planning this assault. He's just like, all right, yeah. circle up and start swinging, and like he's planning. He's, he's trying to be Scott. Like, yeah, he's, he's doing his best. He's like, I can lead the fucking X Men. Exactly. He's like, we're all here. Everyone's accounted for. We make our stand. Let's <laughs> do this. And Greyco's like, what the fuck are you talking about right he's like what get the fuck out of here fucking run (laughs) and that's what they do (laughs) we were only beating up so we could get out of here you idiot he's (laughs) having so wired and fucking amped out he's just like yeah i'm ready to do this i'll even fucking die right here or we're gonna leave (gasps) oh man Madeline Pryor, she's, I don't give she's been jerking me off for like five days i I don't even know what's i don't even want to live no more i welcome death I'll stand here and face you all. <laughs> and then they all book it. And he's just like, oh, all right. I guess we're leaving. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and then we come back to um, – we kind of <laughs> cut in between um, Mastermind and what's going on. In, this in his reality, magical face. Pretty much. And she's trying to find him, essentially, right? They're trying to connect she's and dead. find each other in the real world. And he's just like, you'll never find me. And she's just all like – yeah, I'm gonna find you, and he's just all like, he went. He's like pretty <laughs> much talking down to her, trying to amplify some sort of fear effect, or I guess you could say, discourage her in a way to try to back down and give up and succumb to this fear that he's been peppering them all with, anyways. And she's just not having it. It seems like she's able to like push him back for a moment where. He's like freaking out because he's like, wait, no, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. And boom, yeah. he's hit with her psychic power and you see her her energy like fluctuate from his eyes. And now she's fucking taking control. Yeah, so she's kind of taking control again. She's still kind of in this world and everyone – you see Greg Crow in the background while Child's fighting off Wolverine as he's doing his usual, you know. Egg sucking piece of gutter trash. Yeah, and <laughs> that's some classic Wolverine over there. And uh, yeah, so she's still trying to fill it out. Like she's fighting him, but she's she's trying to get him in a vulnerable state so she could, you know, penet- penet- penetrate. There's definitely seems the to be mind. some violent stuff about to go on. Yeah, and uh, as it's happening, uh, she's just like, "All right, we gotta go." And he's or no, like, she oh, says, sorry, I gotta go. Or I gotta go. Yeah. yeah. Well, I you have to check. Turns to Grey Crow in the midst of this chaos. It stops like her psychic battle and then just like, hey, I gotta go. And he's like, what? what? <laughs> Where? <laughs> yeah. And then as that happens, we see as he's looking at her, it's not Psylocke. It is the weird. Uh, Betsy Psylocke. Betsy like, Psylocke. Like the pulled back eyes kind of. Yeah. Uh, kind of Mojo style reminds me. A little. Oh, yeah. Mojo Psylocke. Uh, Mojo Psylocke. There I want you go. Mojo's from uh, Shakey's Pizza now. Mm. Oh. That'd be a lot good. Yeah. There's one. There's one in. <laughs> but uh yeah it is not betsy i keep saying betsy it's not psylocke 
It is Betsy. It is Betsy. Yeah. It is like this weird uh, amalgamation of Betsy. I wish she looked like that when she's Captain Mar- or Captain Britain. Like that would be much. I would enjoy it. Like, like ah. she's just crazy the whole time. Because ah. that's like her her, her demeanor sense. looks like that. Her. Now she looks like what her demeanor exactly. is. Exactly. Exactly. We line them both up, and then I feel like nothing's off, and they they synergize, and it matches the thematic. Yeah. <laughs> so uh-huh. as it's going on. Um, we get uh, we get Greg Crow kind of freaking out, right? Yeah, because she leaps right at him and just starts wailing on him, and he's like already getting his ass kicked. So like, in this moment of just like, hey, what are we doing to get out of here? She bails on him, literally straight up tells him, "I'm leaving." Leaves, replaced by like doppelganger who now's whooping his ass. And Greg Crow's not having a good time. But no. then, but then this shifts the tide for everybody, and they all simultaneously start having bad times. Yeah. So then it switches over to. Uh, Havoc, who's like kind of in the battle, and all of a sudden we get this Psylocke grabbing that chain and just choking the shit out of him across the edge of the cliff, and she's just like feeding time. Yeah, just gonna throw him down into the fucking pit, and it's the old Psylocke now because her hair changed back to gray instead of being Betsy's. It's weird. Um, and that's when everyone's kind of getting a hold. They're all like, that's when Grey Crow goes, it's not Psylocke, this is something else. <laughs> Even or Orphan Maker's been like, that's not Psylocke. Well, this doesn't make sense. This crazy lady attacking us isn't our friend. <laughs> everyone's it's realizing weird. it. It's a weird moment where, like, it's she's not in the real world. She's not, where is she? She's not in the real world. She's not, she's not, this isn't the real, be- I keep saying Betsy, this isn't the real uh, Psylocke, where did she go? And that's when we cut to Mastermind. And he goes, Oh, she's here! And he's just taking that dump. Look at him. That Look at face. That. That's the face of That's the face of the dump. That's, yeah, that's you know it. what? That's a face that makes you go, Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I've succeeded. <laughs> Gee. <laughs> Gee. Oh, oh, my God, Gee. Gee. You don't know what I've been <laughs> And like he's like he's here, she's here, and as that happens, she breaks oh, okay. through the uh, I guess glass. But was there weird like whatever you could say you're like two way mirror containment room? Like it's like a cross between like a, a psych ward, like holding cell, and a I guess you could say questioning room in like a police station because of the mirrors how big do you think their space was physically oh, like well, cell size probably yeah it's, well it's like the size of those rooms like that those okay. questions and then they were she was just they were just sitting like right there and they just had their chairs but she just literally cut through it and then kicked through the cut in the window landed yep. on the ground ready as hell to go and like <laughs> it's just this perfect transition of like everyone losing to then like reality like just catching up with it so, great shot and good use of that um, so I was gonna say <laughs> she she's doing this front like this the jump flying sidekick into yeah. the, into the window or into the room to crash into where Mastermind Arcade is. Um, do you think the first draft of that sketch had that vagina shot? Yes, <laughs> it did not have a sash. Yeah, that, covering that, her the vagina, her red right? sash belt kind of quasi shinobi gear. That was an editor definitely coming in and be like. Let's flutter it a little bit. Flutter it a little bit. It's funny. Good shot. It works. It was a good save. Mm -hmm. It wasn't as abrasive as like uh, those old Funimation cuts of Dragon Ball. Like, here's a random piece of clothing or a flower that's growing here at the scene. (laughs) It's clearly animated like ten years later. (laughs) No, I'll give it to him too because Psylocke was probably the most abused. Uh, what would you call illustriously abused uh, uh, character? I would say in the nineties at least. Ah, uh, like, yeah, she was. She was always Marvel's was like Catwoman, if you like will. The, yeah. She was always like they would have her in the most provocative poses, and then that kind of shifted over to Black Widow, and then back and forth. But there's yeah. always been a few. I mean, like Captain Marvel when she was Miss Marvel had that kind of Absolutely. down for a bit too with her get up, but. Now she's just like, no, no, we can't even have no. it. We don't even. Mm-hmm. It's not that I want to be progressive. It's just I want to be joyless. <laughs> that's what it is, and that's how that is. So but this is all. This is awesome. Like this, not only this artwork, but yeah, the scene and just great. the the pacing, the speed where it's just like, bam, she hits the ground, and then instantly, 
and it's this fight in one fucking move, and yeah. I'm not even I'm not even upset. Yeah, she does forward, forward, high punch, does split, <laughs> fucking yeah. splits. Uh, what was her name again? I already forgot. Who? Uh, the, oh, uh, Miss Lock. Miss Lock. Yeah, yeah. Miss Lock. Who uh, essentially was like, "Hey, we're gonna." She does to her what I I did in, in, internally to Fallen Angels, and she just like just does away with it in one move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just cut it in half in my memory like Boom. that. Gone. But, but she's also, you know, a cyborg, so we're gonna get some interesting um we're gonna get some interesting death here. It's a very messy but mechanically messy death. Very mechanically messy. I like yeah. it. I dig it. I like the little like electric like shock going around her and the Broken transition transistors wires, but then there's also like a little bit of body parts going on, some anatomy. Because she's, she's cyborg, right? If I'm not mistaken? Or yeah. is she an andro- a fallen android? I think she's... A... No, Ooh, we're trying to think sorry. too much about someone fallen no, androids. Don't care. Yeah, Wind it back. She's dead. She's good gone. Point. Moving on. Thank you. But she had a great fucking death, and I'm happy. Yeah. I'm and, happy. Uh, <laughs> so Arcade's just all like, the sorty one. She's like going crazy right now, right? Confirm. Confirm. And he's like, oh, yeah. We're confirming, bitch. <laughs> Yeah. So what's happening? And she's closing <laughs> on fucking Mastermind hard with that sword held high. Yeah, and ready holding to just it. KO him in one shot like her. It's <laughs> getting hot. Yeah. He's getting and spicy. He's, yeah, and he's like, wait, 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 wait. I imagine you're a little, you know. But, like, calm down. Calm down. You're confused. You're still a little outside your window and whatnot. And uh, that's when we get him. Is it him or Psylocke? Putting the putting the thing putting the psychic throw down on arcade. They're both doing it. They're kind of together. both doing it. Okay. Yeah, cause, okay. Because she she's uh, he's he stops her because she's ready to kill him and he says, "Hold on, there's more going on here than you understand. Let me explain." And they both shut, um, they both shut arcade down and essentially the <laughs> the guy who's been working the the camera the whole time finally has something to do and he's like, "Not confirmed, not confirmed <laughs> what's <laughs> happening." Nothing's yeah. And exactly. he's ready to kill. Jason Wendegard's daughter, he's going to murk her because he's like, I'm not getting the, sh- the cancel confirmed. So my whole point of being here is now finally coming to play. I get to kill someone. Yeah. Mastermind's like, time out. Let's talk this out. Yeah. He goes, let's talk this out. You know, I know I know you don't want to do or He doesn't say, no, you don't want to do this. But he's like, just like I'm going to say this of, once. He's yeah. just like, um, don't let this madman murder make my you, daughter. Don't make you, you know, a murderer murder of my daughter. Yeah. Plus, he's like, you don't want to cross my family. If yeah. you cross us, there's nothing that <laughs> will stop us from enacting great harm upon you through that threat that Never is essentially veiling. Never fuck over a window guard. Yeah, no, and don't. Because I mean, they all have the, the the two daughters. Him all have those mm-hmm. illusion manipulation powers. That that working together with the fury mm-hmm. of hatred behind it, I've, they make your life a nightmare. Yeah, um, and he's just like talk about gaslighting. Yeah, straight up, he's gaslighting. Um, I don't know. That didn't happen. No. What are you talking about? You're crazy. What unicorn? <laughs> um, he, and he's just like, we have we have Arcade under our, our power, pretty much. Uh, let's talk this out. Let's make a deal. Let, why don't you go and get my daughter, free her, and I will help you in your situation. I'm sure that you're in this situation because he has someone you love. So let's make a deal. I want to take a moment to appreciate that they reused a shot here in the right way in this in this panel. They took a shot and they reused it because it's yeah. a shot that's on a security cam, it's a cam in yeah. the same scene. Mm-hmm. And look at that. That's how you can get away with that. It's a good one. They didn't learn. Right here from this. Segovia is is leading on how to reuse your shots, Marvel. Exactly. Lean on him more and not <laughs> what's been going that. on in those that's other issues. how you copy pasta, bitch. Oh, man. Um, if they would have had him working on Age of... Uh, yeah, a Sword of X, maybe the right. <laughs> things would have been better. <laughs> no, also, it's right. It's right. <laughs> look at that... Uh, Look at Arcade in the like top right. I didn't notice that. Look at that. He's zombie like. He's got a Joker face. It's mm-hmm. a good He's creeping. Too. He's creeping. He's like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in bliss. <laughs> and then, so now that he's kind of fixed that, he starts addressing Psylocke, and she's just like pointing a sword at his throat, as she should. Yeah, the guy, the guy, the security guard rolls with it and says, "Like, all right, I'll go over the Chicago." 
Yeah. And uh, so she, as he releases his daughter, he starts talking to Psylocke. And he's like, you know what? I like to call this plausible deniability. And essentially goes into the idea that this was a setup, folks. A double cross. A, dun, a triple dun, cross, dun, 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 actually. Dun. Yeah. I guess at this point, it would have to be a triple. Uh, yeah. Well. Yes, yeah, yeah, triple cross because then he went to Mastermind and then Mastermind betrayed them, mm-hmm. and then Mastermind actually was working with them and betrayed Arcade. So yeah, the triple cross, the good old triple cross, and uh, he's just as it's as as they're talking, he, she's kind of like, "What's going on?" And that's yeah. when what you talking about, Willis? What you, she? What you talking about? And uh, that's when good old Sinister walks in. He with whistles his, on it. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> she's just back there, and she's like, "What's going fucking on?" What oh, Sinister, Jesus, how oh, long you been shit. there? Okay. He's like, "I was here the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. This has all been my ruse, mastermind. Power down." Power yeah. <laughs> down. And uh, yeah, Mastermind, so, he's right. Take the floor. <laughs> <laughs> So he pretty much goes into the idea that this was like an idea that they they made with each other beforehand, and they they're kind of working together to see what Mastermind was pretty much up to. He also used and Arcade's want to make a cloning farm to make of his own. Farm. Yeah, he and, used him, to do that. and he pretty much moved that research and that R and D along using Arcade as a. Um, as a pawn, like he manipulated him into mm-hmm. doing it, and he's going to capitalize on his work and what he's doing under the guise of plausible deniability. Is that like, oh, like I didn't know about this, but I'm going to sneak in and utilize it without the council noticing. He scrubbed from it because he was abducted, so now he's a victim, and it puts him on the outside of any type of questionable stuff. And he now completely can r- just reap all of what Arcade has done and utilize it as his new secret. Uh, I guess you could say hidden cloning farm now. So he could do more of his weird research under the privy of anyone in Krakoa or the world knowing. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. plan. He figured out a way to just like fucking force people to do shit for him and set up the things he wants and then completely just capitalize on their work without lifting a finger yep. and, and exonerating himself in the process. Yep. Fucking sinister. Fucking sinister. Even even Mastermind applauds it and he's impressed. And, you know, Psylocke's not too happy. But Arcade doesn't care because, you know, he's still numb as fuck. Look at that face and drool. It's like a little bit of, yeah. little bit of pustulous Ooh, going over it. That's yeah. bad. It's like a little Look slobber. Right on his teeth, man. Wow. Is he, like, starting to foam in the mouth? Does he got cotton mouth? Like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we got Mastermind saying that, you know, he he's he's just a child now, talking to his stuff there. Which yeah. is crazy, because he's, like, talking about, like, and, you know, I want to kill, like, fucking, I want to murder and kill them again, kill mommy and daddy again. And oh, yeah, there and... was that whole little dark thing. Yeah, because yeah, at first you're like, what is he talking about? And then he's like, oh, he's just talking about playing with his stuff there. And it's like, this shit is really violent, and I don't want to hear about this. He's like, you think that's bad which he would just be thankful you don't see the memories of what he did to that bear yeah and they're like all right we're moving on here so like i'm done i'm done yeah. and uh she's just like why did you involve a sinister yeah. and that's when he tells her that essentially they needed a witnesses you needed a witness you patsy know? they're Always the alibi patsy yeah Oh, good old pawns. Yeah, because the rest of Hellions, uh, the the actual Hellions crew, is still under the effects of what's going on. Exactly. It's only Psylocke who was able to escape. So she knows the whole plan. Mm -hmm. She's now complicit in it. If she does nothing. I assume wasn't a part of the plan. Maybe, but uh, his go-to get-out-of-jail-free card with her is the kid and the threat of not allowing it to happen, which he caveats to right now and says, essentially, like, we're going to move the R&D here. Everything will be stored here. If you can't keep the secret, I can't keep my promise. And that pretty much puts her in her place. And, you know, it makes uh, Mastermind a little snarky because he's kind of just like, you know, like, hey, this was our plan the whole time. It's brilliant. Back off about it. It's no big deal. And she's just like, I'm no fucking buddy's pawn. God damn it. I hate this. <laughs> I'm so angry and trapped. Yeah. she She's kind of uh, stuck in a rock in a hard place, right? Yeah. Unfortunately. But she plays along. 
She plays along, not without punching him in the fucking mouth, right where he had all the, all the, all the root canals happening in his, in his, in his face. And it's just like, son of a bitch, like, why? Like, why? Yeah. Out of all the places, why? She accepted it, <laughs> but gave him a nice shine again. Yeah. Oh. He's not happy. <laughs> he's not happy either, but. Uh, Mastermind has to help carry him off. Yeah, he, he carries him off, and he's just all like, and now. About that, about my payment. Mm. Yeah, and then we're gonna end it with a nice little like, okay, I want the team to think that they rescued me. I want them to think that they nailed it. I want them to be happy and prideful that they had a successful mission that was due to their their competence and teamwork. So it's like you know, everybody gets a nice little ending. We cut to it. It's almost Orwellian, or not Orwellian. It's almost like a, like a like a Pleasantville kind of situation Ooh, where it was like oh too yeah. perfect of an ending. This was like a a sitcom level black and white fucking I love Lucy ending right here. <laughs> there is a pretty good scene in WandaVision that kind of does a similar thing where um, this is probably my favorite scene in the whole show is I think the third episode is this like we get Vision kind of figuring out what's going on in this world that she's created. And she's just like, what's going on? And she's just like, nothing. Ha, 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 ha. And then she cuts the credits. And he's just like, wait, wait, no. Fuck these credits. What is going on? (laughs) (laughs) He breaks the fourth wall, pretty much. That's pretty – I like that. (laughs) She's definitely – that is pretty Um, good. That's clever. Um, so yeah, I'm getting like kind of those vibes. Where yeah, like, yeah, but they don't break the fourth wall. They're just stuck. They're just like, and yeah. everything works out great. Well, it was it's a perfect transition too because they cut to the Central Park gate where they go to back to Krakoa and he's and, and the last thing Sister said is I want them to feel like they nailed it. Mm-hmm. And it cuts to Havoc saying like <laughs> with like, his arm around making Danny Baker and he's like, does oh it boy. feel like we nailed it, guys, or am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> guys, we are so nailing this. Oh yeah. man. <laughs> Now that breakdown, it's like, and that look in Arcade's face when we stroll right up to him, and like Nanny Maker's like, yeah, and then I shot him, and right in the stomach. I mean, come on, is he gonna be okay? <laughs> and it's really funny because they all just kind of write it off, like, no, he'll be fine. He's fine. Who cares? He's resilient. I'm sure he'll. He's smart. He'll he'll bounce back. <laughs> like yeah. this weird platitude so weird. to just yeah. kind of dismiss it and move on uh, with the story. It's really funny. And Greg Crow is just like, we're going to go head to the lagoon. We're going to get fucked up. You want to join us? And he's just like, yeah. nah. We have to celebrate. I'm, I'm tired. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Psylocke's not feeling it. She knows the truth. They all they all go through the portal. She's just standing there. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Sinister and Mastermind just kind of come in. Just like, you know, just like. Creep in on you. They never knew I was here. Yeah, yeah. He's like, it's better that they never know it's here. And, and he jumps to where you get to your creeper. He's like, I was in, when I was in masterminds. Like when I was in his mind, I noticed that Greg Crow. He, he, he likes you. He's in here. Yeah, he's she's like, just like, I, you I need to me? back the fuck off and stop <laughs> trying to play games with me. I don't give a shit about you or what you think or who you need. I'm out of here. I don't talk to you if I see you. You don't talk to me if you see me. Okay, and he's like, "Sounds good," and runs off. And runs. I love. She this gets panel. the energy psychic blade right up in his face too. I love this panel right here where we get Psylocke just like standing there with her with her psychic blade out, Mastermind running to the left, yeah, and Sinister just no, like kind of Scooby Doo run or like Adventure uh, Brothers. Sinister <laughs> casually walking. Yeah, to he the just right, throws away. Like, Everything's good. All right. Cool. Yeah, he says. He says, "You know what? Everything's fine. Go go be with your happy little family and at least appreciate it and try to go with it." The flow. How does that sound? And she looks pissed. She gives a grumpy face. A super grumpy face. Yeah, and that's exactly, that's the last panel right there. That is the last panel. We end on that grumpiest of faces. She is pissed as fuck. She is, uh. Because she is not liking being played like this. She has left eye subterfuge going on. Oh, yeah, she did have some damn left eye. Oh, wow, look at that. That's good. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. that. It was so sneaky. Good. Damn, that's, that's creepy. It's a little creepy. I dig it. There's your parental advisor right there. That's left children <laughs> with nightmares. No. <laughs> that's a good. That's good. It's this and that that scene right above it, like two panels above with the the psychic blade, the mm-hmm. side blade. Mm-hmm. Oh man. But we end with a quote from Psylocke, yep. and the quote is, "I did not say never again, nor did I think it. Every atom in my body screamed it, but the sound was a hollow thing. It was much too late." What does that mean? 
What does uh, it mean? What could it mean? I, I think it means that um, she missed her cab. Yeah, she's late for the ball. She's late for the hour. <laughs> she's not gonna take her her chariot there. It's unfortunate. <laughs> she'll have to. She'll have to walk. And with those heels, woo. Right. Unfortunate, oh. but it seems like she's prepping to, to make a movie. And I think she's well because she's already the plant for from Scott. She's mm-hmm. the inside person that's keeping tabs, and it's supposed to be a liaison to Scott. But I mean, he's got her pretty well blackmailed, and I think she's hitting a tipping point where she's going to either find a way to have him, something over him to get what she wants, or she's going to betray him and just completely sell him out and end this in a very messy, messy way. Mm. But I think Sinister's plan for this. It seems like he's planned for everything at this point. Yeah. So I'm not con- I'm not convinced that he's going to be caught off guard, off guard by her. I mean, he's already played her three times now. Four yeah. times. He's Losing got track. Side, hu- side hustle going on now. Mm-hmm. He's got things going. And with his experimentation hitting such a level with the uh, advancement of the chimeras, I think at some point Sinister is going to have an army that's going to be unstoppable. I wonder if that'd be a nice little twist where they reveal it and they're like, hey, check it out. Like, we're our backs against the wall. And Sinister's like, don't worry. I have, like, this clone army that is the combination of, like, every original five (laughs) (laughs) X-Men. It's great. Get them, boys. (laughs) And then they win. Uh... Checkmate. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I'd be interested to see that. I like where the story is going, though it does seem like this is now wrapped up. Uh, what is going on with the arcade arc a little quickly, but uh, hey, it, with that weird time displace uh, shenanigans because their mental illusion gave a lot of longevity to the weight of the story. Yeah. Just, you know, we only got it in like two solid issues of it and maybe an ending point in the issue before that. So barely even three issues. Barely. That was just more of a twist under like whatever the uh, the subterfuge was for the plot developing. But the neat part is, is we now have a brand new story pending for Hellions, and I couldn't be more excited to see what that is. Who knows? Uh, we got a tease of the next issue. Uh, it's, uh, it oh, was really? On, it was on Twitter. Uh, it was just like a picture of... Psylocke in her Hellfire Gala outfit. Oh, and oh, it, well, and it was yeah. Grey Crow going, oh, oh, doing an anime <laughs> gasp. He's doing anime gasp. Oh, jeez. Like, oh. uh, well, okay, so I should have known that it would be Hellfire Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, so. this is the last okay. issue until the Hellfire Gala. Everything uh, coming up, pretty much. We're rounding the corner. Marauders, I think, is pretty much the... 20? Marauders 20 is the start of the Hellfire Gala, right? Or is it after? Because I know X-Corp... Issue one doesn't really have much no, to do that. Which it's I'd like, like, it'd be I'd like to check two, that out. Yes, I'm pretty interested in checking out at starts. least issue one of X Corp. If you're down for it, I am down. I am uh, down. Which cool, is coming cool. up. Epco- eps, eh, I could stop. X a Issue number one. Um, yeah. That should be. I don't know what that should be. Is that's it, out. Interesting. Uh, that's out uh, yesterday, right? I believe Hit so. Hit the shells. Yeah. So that's next for us, and then Wave X two be the week after that. I am digging everything with Wave X happening yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that has so much. That and uh, Hellions has the most potential. I I, I say that not as a, a, a disservice to X Force or Wolverine. It's because those are pretty much locked into what is good about those, and they continue to to play pay off. Pretty much those have to keep doing what they're doing and they won't let me down. Whereas this has hit a point where I'm like, you could almost do anything and I'll give you a chance because I'm so excited about how the team is built and the possibilities of this new weird position that you put Sinister mm-hmm. in in Kirkola. He's yeah. got so much power. He essentially could bring this all down or, or like, you know, be the savior in all, all of this. Ooh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if we could trust him, but... I do know that it seems like he's genuine about his his appreciation for mutant kind, which always threw me off because I didn't even know he was a mutant for the longest time. I feel like that that's that new, retcon that's was like a that retcon was like a poor choice after all of his history. Like I didn't even and I didn't even catch it. Like I didn't even know when it came out when I when they mentioned it. They're like, oh no, he's been a mutant for a little bit now. I'm like, I'm back. Okay, <laughs> sneak that in. Just like yeah, fuck it. But I'm I'll accept it and. I can live with uh, him being the head of the centerpiece of Hellions because without him, or if they change this, then it could get too radical. But I want to see where they go. 
let's see where they go. And we got X Corp coming up. X Core, X Core coming up. Um, and that's with we get Monet and Croy coming back finally. Yeah, seeing what she's up to with War Warren Worthington. Warren Worthington, head of X Corp issue one. Uh, they're gonna run that company as dual CEOs. So be yeah, M and Angel running this weird business firm that's supposed to deal with like I guess international. It's supposed to be like international corporate issues for mutants. So say like you're trying to deal with trading with a company on like a stock exchange. And maybe there's some sort of dis- disagreement or discrimination problem based off of mutant businesses. They're there to kind of create a smooth backbone or litigation or transition or just reference point for that, mm-hmm. which seems kind of bizarre. But I'll give it a chance because of how unique it is and how well it fits in like what the world is. This fits better than like what X Swords was, yeah, or sort of X was exactly. Like that that was shoehorned pretty hard into this whole fucking narrative, and this seems like okay though. This is a world building I can take it. So maybe Teeny Howard won't let me down. Hopefully Teeny Howard won't let us down, <sighs> but we <laughs> shall see. Uh, but keep up with what we are doing. We got yeah, we'll do X Corp. We got X uh, uh, Way of the X. We got Wolverine coming up. New Mutants. New Mutants. X Men. X Men. Before we but are these all the Hellfire Gala stuff, or is mm, this taking place in it? I gotta read Hellfire. Uh, I believe no, because it's Marauders issue twenty-one that sets it off. So oh, okay. So we, got so we still get we still get a whole the rest of the month, the rest of this we month. We got a whole till the end of month. May. Okay. Yeah, it looks like till right. we get to some stuff. Hey, but we're keeping pace. Keeping I like that. Pace. That's really easy. Look at that. We're up well, to yeah. date, people. Look at that. We I, well, I mean, we had like back like two a month in between like reading Marauders issue <laughs> just to, just to keep going and not end it all. Uh, oh man, I don't, I can't even imagine what X Factor turns into. Oh yeah, is Adam question. X still like a relevant What's character? What's there? going on yeah, over there? I, don't, I, don't, I could give yeah. very little fucks about yeah. that issue or that Good. series whatsoever. Hey, you notice there's I'm not seeing Cable on this list either. I'm Good. not seeing some other thing. Are yeah, they done? With, was that it's that gone, final right? issue? I right? think Six I think we're done now. Or eight or whatever with Cable, was. which is so Cable's cool. done. He's Man. moving on. So. We got a lot coming up, and we got the uh, also that was just announced the. Um, I already forgot. Trial of Magneto. Oh yeah, yeah. Trial of Magneto, and then I mean, we could touch on. Do you want to touch on uh, the Curse of Mutant stuff that's going on with Horticulture? Oh yeah, the man thing. Yeah. Curse of the man. I thing. mean, we so can talk about it because there's. With that I mean, thing? I I wouldn't say we need to go over an issue, but it's it seems pretty muddled in that barrage of summer events where they're like, how many crossover events or special events can we have in the mm-hmm. summer now? This is one of like four or three. And it's pretty muted because of that stuff. But unfortunately, the crux of some of the villainry and the antagonists of the story is um, the horticulture characters and how some of right. like their lineage is tried to, tied to it. But in the X-Men specific issue, not the one that's like uh, the Avengers. Avengers one or the whole omnibus of it all or the whole collection of a trade paperback, but just the X-Men specific issue, it was it was it had some good gags and some good moments, but overall, not good. Nah, it's just too slow. The horticulture stuff seems very muted. The team, I, I like the idea of Magic having a team and the people on it, but still just, even their moment of shining, it was just a lot of like fighting plant-based monsters and just, mm-hmm. eh, I don't, yeah. And Man-Thing is a hard character to get interested in because he's never really had that kind of cultural appeal to me that Swamp Thing did because right. of my youth. So overall, I just give that, that one a pass and... Hope that maybe horti- the holder culture kind of shifts back in the X Men storyline. Right. Yeah. But that's all we need to talk about that. <laughs> no, we'll see. We'll see what happens in yeah. the future. But stay tuned, folks. Um, that'll do it for us this week. Remember, remember, the robots will kill you. So when you are feeling down, when you are feeling stressed, just get out of your house. You know, look up in the sky and just yell. Gene! <laughs> <laughs> no 
I want it's like network. It's like I want you to go out to your windows and I want you to yell, Gene, I'm not gonna take it anymore, Gene. I'm mad as hell and I'm not gonna Gene anymore. 